Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday, number 117. And this week, we are going to talk about the importance of mentors and having a mentor in your life, not to be confused with Jerry Seinfeld and having a mentor and have somebody uh, bane you looking after, uh, you know, Ovaltine, you know, it's not Roundtine, it's Ovaltine. But talking about mentors and people that are going to help you grow and people that you can lean upon for advice and folks that, you know, are, are going to tell you the truth when you need to hear the truth. Sometimes when you don't want to hear the truth, but you need to hear the truth, those are the mentors that you need. You know, one of the crazy things that has happened with this whole a pen and a napkin thing is I've had I've I've been so fortunate to have so many people reach out to me and ask me questions and ask for my advice. Just today, I, I've answered two or three emails and a phone call, uh, just talking to coaches about their particular situations. Uh, some of it's X's and O's, some of it's dealing with uh, the team and 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 stuff like that. So. I, I am not an expert. I have experience. I'm I'm older now. I, I'd like to think I'm a little bit wiser. I know I've made a lot of mistakes, and I, I I just I it's it's one of the great things about being able to do this is having the ability to help others. And I hope that I've helped out you if you're if you're listening to this in some way, shape, or form. But I know that there were people that mentored me as a young person, and. Uh, I want to want to recognize some of the mentors that I've had in my life. Uh, first and foremost, without a doubt, uh, my my parents, uh, my my dad is uh, you know is is still alive today. I lost my mom at a very young age, and uh, but uh, my my dad um, he, he's just taught me so many things. Uh, I, I could I could take an hour talking about all the things that my dad has taught me as a mentor, uh, but but. Two or three things that really jump out, you know, being patient. My my dad is a is a really really patient guy. Uh, my my dad doesn't get too high, he doesn't get too low. And those of you that are listening to this and know my dad, you are probably I know you're nodding in agreement. Uh, my dad uh, was never afraid to tell us how much he loved us as kids, uh, and and neither was my mom. And uh, but what my parents did is they they loved us, but there was also also tough love, and and there were times where where tough love was was very very necessary. Uh, I was kind of a pain in the butt every once in a while, and every once in a while, but not too often. Uh, but maybe the biggest thing as an adult that my dad has has tried to teach me, and it's something that I struggle with. It's it's something that led to to in many ways coaches burnout. Uh, was balance and keeping balance in your life. And uh, my dad has just done a a great job in just, you know, it's only basketball. Uh, There's, there's so many other bigger things. And, and not to say that I've, I've gone too far overboard, but I know that uh, my dad probably is, has looked at, at me at times and said, you know, slow down a little bit, have a little bit more balance and and I know as as I really feel like as I get older, I'm doing a better better a better and better job of finding that balance in my life. Another person that has just been a huge mentor to me has been Mike Power. Uh, Mike, the former uh, my first coach that I worked for, uh, Mike taught me a lot about organization and organizing a a program 
and uh, just the day-to-day work ethic that it takes to run a program. At the time, it was a college program, but, uh, you know, you have to keep moving forward. There's, in many ways, there's always something that you can that you can work on, and uh, I will always be grateful to Mike. And one of the things that he taught me is is he took a chance on me. Uh, he was the first one that that took a chance on me as a young twenty one year old kid in college. Uh, there were girls on the team that, that that were older than me as I was coaching them, and and Mike gave me not just you know, just go get me a Coke responsibilities, but legitimate coaching uh, responsibilities. And and it's something that it's always stuck with me that you have to take a chance on people. If you see something and you feel like you can develop that or help that person develop that, that's something that you need to do. Um, another big mentor of, of mine, somebody that I just learned a lot from, is, is Jamie Sale. Uh, Jamie and I uh, and Jamie, of course, has done, gone on to done terrific things at Morningside College, uh, won multiple national championships, three or four. I can't remember how many, Jamie. You know, I'm sorry. I can't remember that. But uh, Jamie and I were assistants under Mike. And then when Mike moved on to a different job, Jamie became the head coach. And I was Jamie's assistant for a couple of years. Uh, among the many things I learned from Jamie, uh, in-game adjustments, um, you know, the ability uh, you know, Jamie just did a great job of reading the game, and I've never seen anybody to this day that has never uh, that 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 didn't fear calling a timeout and in sixty seconds going in a completely opposite direction that uh, we were going in uh, that we hadn't prepared for, and he had the ability to explain it in such a way that our that our players understood it and were able to execute it. Uh, Jamie changed some things that Mike had done, and, and under Mike, we were really, really successful. And one of the things that I learned from Jamie is to to change, you know, the ability to change your personnel and to fit your personnel to a, a different scheme, even if it's, you know, quote unquote, not the way we've always done it. Uh, we won with a particular way with with when Mike was the head coach. Uh, Jamie took some of those same players, not all the same players, but some of those same players, and he changed some things, and we were still successful. And that's something that that you learn that there's more than one way to skin a cat. And uh, you know, Jamie Jamie was was willing to to take that and take that risk because he he really felt like he was right, and he turned out to be very very right. And and Jamie also taught me a lot about uh, consistent skill development, being consistent with what you do. You don't need a, a drill list of a thousand different drills. Do 10 to 15 different drills and have some variations on those 10 to 15 different drills, but focus in on those things. And what what Jamie did, especially the last season that he was the head coach at Briarcliff before he we went to Morningside and we went to the Final Four, uh, was you know our practice plan by the time January 1st rolled around, we basically did the same thing in practice for two months straight with maybe a little bit of variation with our scouting report and things like that. But other than that, it was it was pretty much the same. It was the same practice plan every single day, but it worked, but it worked and it was basic and it was simple and it worked for us. And so that's something I learned from him. Uh, Tom Betts, uh, who was the head boys basketball coach at Sioux City Healing. Uh, I worked with Tom for one year, learned a lot from Tom. Uh, a lot of it was sideline organization and um, how to how to organize a coaching staff on a sideline, what 
what should, you know, the flow of information, how we talk to players. Learned a lot from Tom there. Uh, being prepared going into a game, having a, a play sheet and 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 kind of, uh, and that's something that I've done since I worked for Tom is, is having that play sheet in hand and, you know, having those options and having those things written out so that you have it in front of you instead of just going off of gut or uh, what's in the back of our memory. No, you, you have that information up there. Uh, the last thing that I really learned from Tom, and, and this was, again, different from Mike and different from Jamie, and, and it's good to have these important, it's important to have these varied experiences as you grow as a coach. Learning to win without pressing, because under Mike and under Jamie, we we pressed the vast majority of the time. Uh, And it was boys basketball. It was a different kind of basketball. Uh, But we went to a state championship game uh, at Sioux City Healing without really being a quote-unquote pressing team. And we were a a little bit limited by our depth. We had six and a half, seven guys. And so we couldn't press. And it was a high level of high school basketball. And, uh, you know, that made me realize that, hey, you don't have to pressure the ball 94 feet in order to win and and that there's different ways to do that. Uh, the last one here that of, of people that I've known in my life on a consistent basis, uh, Coach Finley at Iowa State, been a, a terrific mentor to me. Uh, you know, just watching uh, two or three things that I learned from Coach Finley. Uh, how to organize a great summer camp, different things that you can do in a summer camp. There's there's stuff that I learned working Coach Finley's camps 20, 25 years ago that I still do in my summer camps today. Um, Coach Finley does a tremendous job, and the reason why he's been at Iowa State for 25, 26 years is he does a tremendous job of connecting with with people and the community. Uh, he talked about it, and this goes way back – well over two years ago, Coach Finley was on the podcast, and he talked about connecting with the community and, and being a grassroots politician. And that's something that he learned from his dad, who was a local politician. So, uh, you know, Coach Finley has taught me a lot about that type of concept and and been a great mentor. Uh, anytime I've really needed to talk to him about something important, he's always picked up the telephone. He's always looked out for me. So I want to thank him for that, as has my dad, as has Mike, as has Jamie, and, and so forth and so on. Uh, of course, if you're a fan of the pod, you know, uh, probably outside of these groups, uh, group of people, uh, it's, uh, you know, Coach Meyer has been a tremendous influence as a mentor. And again, I've, I've said it before, I got a chance to meet Coach Meyer a few times, as has hundred, you know, thousands of people did when Coach Meyer was alive. But just all the things that Coach Meyer brought to the game, including the giving back to things. Um, so these are the mentors that I've had. I think it's important that you reach out to your mentors from time to time, even if you don't need anything, just to reach out to them, to talk to them, to tell them how much you appreciate them, and maybe surprise them with a handwritten note, telling them how much you appreciate uh, what they've done for you in your life and and all the good things that they have put out there. Uh, I I know that this, and and I'm going to wrap up with this, uh, one of the things that, that brought about this Foundation Friday uh, is, you know, I'm getting older. <laughs> my, my friends are obviously getting older. Um, and uh, last week, um, one of my best friends, uh, since I was 10 years old, uh, his dad passed away. And it's been a, it's been a difficult journey uh, the last few years of, of uh, Larry's life. Um, Larry passed away last week at uh, 75. Um, he had numerous illnesses. Um, and, and it's, 
you know, there's, there's only ever been two people that I've really, really been scared of in my life. I joke about this. Uh, one of them is my, uh, was my father-in-law who passed away a couple of years ago, about two and a half years ago. And, uh, my buddy Kevin's, uh, father, Larry. And, uh, we, we always joke about that, but Larry had a, a heart of gold. Uh, he was this uh, on the outside. He was this tough guy. Uh, he was this, uh, you know, didn't take any crap from anybody type of a guy. And, uh, I, uh, but as you got older and you got over that stuff, you realize that he, he was really a, a pretty big softy and, uh, you know, it, it's been tough, uh, the last few years watching, uh, Larry be sick and, and, and kind of become the person that, uh, we, we didn't really know as kids, uh, me growing up, I was in a situation where I kind of grew up on an island when it came to family. Uh, my closest family members for most of my life were were four hours away by car. Uh, so I, on a daily basis, I didn't have family around. And so my quote unquote aunts and uncles on a daily basis were my friends' parents, uh, were my dad's, uh, my parents' friends. Uh, people like Ron and Melanie Robinson and, and Jerry and, and Rhonda Vandenhall and, and, and folks like that. And, uh, you know, as we get older, I'm really fortunate. My dad is still really, really active. Uh, I realize this as, as I see some of my friends, my, my friend, my buddy Meyer lost his dad about 12 or 13 years ago. Um, and, and I'm still really fortunate that in a couple of days I get to go golfing with my dad. And I got to go golfing with him a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I, I just think that it's important that we recognize these people in our life that uh, while they are here with us, don't leave any of those stones unturned. Um, I, I, can't, I can't thank my dad enough for what he's done for me. I can't thank uh, Mike and Jamie and Tom and, and Bill and, and Coach Meyer for all the things that they've done for me. Uh, these mentors, mentors are important. And, you know, I'm a kid from the 80s. And, you know, my, you know, my generation is kind of the, the kind of last big generation, the, the no internet as kids. Uh, video games were there, but it wasn't prominent. Uh, we spent a lot of time at, at each other's houses going around all over the place. And when you grow up in a small town, uh, there's not a lot to do, so you have to invent some things to do. And if you if you invent something at my house, then you went to Meyer's house to invent something else, and you went to Moose's house, and you went to the Junger's house, and and those type of things. Um, so Larry, I miss you. I, I really love you. Um, and uh, for my buddy Kevin and and his his wife and kids, uh, I'm so sorry for for for. Uh, Trisha and Ryan and Justin and Kelly and uh, uh, Joe and and uh, Lori and and especially for Mama Pat, uh, I know this has been a long haul and uh, you know it's just been tough for for all of us to watch you guys go through it and um, thank you for all that you've done. I want to leave today uh, with a little passage. Uh, that was part of the eulogy that I wrote uh, from my buddy Moose's funeral, who passed away about a year and a half ago from COVID complications. And so thank your mentors. Look out for them. Um, 
and I'm just going to leave with this. My friends and I were not just raised by our parents. We were raised by all our friends' parents. So Rex and Rita Weber, thank you for helping raise all of us. Dave and Jean Meyer, thank you. Fred and Elaine Jungers, thank you. Dean and Cindy Oldenkamp, thank you. Bill and Marlene Lawson, thank you. Of course, my parents, Ron and Connie Plum, thank you. And in this week, Pat and Larry Kleinhesslink, thank you for all that you did for us as kids, as young adults, as adults. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.